New intro. The wait is over. Four, three, two, one, zero. Warning! Warning! This is. This is. Eric and Gord, what if we're right? Listening just got better. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. I love the new intro. Hi there. Happy (laughs) Tuesday. It's April the 7th, 2020, and I'm Eric. Talking at you once again from Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, where they say a picture is worth a thousand words, but a big-ass picture of me and Gord is worth about 35 bucks. (laughs) that's great (laughs) and i've got one behind me (laughs) how's it going world thanks for joining us uh it is a spectacular day in the okanagan valley if you're here with me uh you could always call in phone lines are open 604-655-9630 if you're listening on spreaker which you're not uh, I gotta say hi to Mike at Pit Lane Parlay, the number one IndyCar and racing podcast available on the internet now and ever. Um, doing the virtual racing now, which is I actually like it better than real racing. Um, who else are we going to talk about today? Hey, did you guys ever see the Truth About Marriage? You should. It's a book too. So go to the truthaboutmarriage.com and uh, give Roger Nygaard some loving. Yeah, yeah. He deserves That's... it. Hey, Gordon. Eric. How's it going? How you doing, buddy? I am well. I'm doing all right. Today was a spectacular day. I like to hear that. That's fantastic to hear. I have a lot of people at my work I... who don't like me, and they're like, mm, and I love it. Are these are the people that don't want to follow <laughs> guidelines? It's, it's not just that. It's like I'm in charge of all your like online training you have to do at, at the beginning. Like when you start, you got to train online for a couple of days, and a lot of people just skip it, right? And I, oh, get to, yeah. I get to go through the computers and figure out who's not doing it, and then I get to go up to them and go, "Hey, go do your fucking shit." And they're like, "Who the fuck are you? I'm the guy that gets to tell you to go do your fucking shit." <laughs> that's why i was hired bitch <laughs> and then i'm like uh-huh. my, my technical title is compliance officer but uh my name tag says compliance associate so that it's a little more friendly to the associates I'm like who are you i'm like <laughs> i'm the new compliance officer compliance associate whatever Call me whatever you want. <laughs> I still get to fire your ass if I want to, so. <laughs> I'd start sucking if I were you. <laughs> so it's starting to get fun now. I'm really enjoying it. I do very, very little actual work. It's just walking around making sure everyone else is working, which is exactly what I'm cut out for. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's I like was what you're built and designed for. <laughs> I was made just to do a podcast. How dare you? Oh, I dare. I dare, Greta. I dare. What is going on in Milton? How's Milton? How's your coronavirus? Um, actually, interesting that you brought it up. I am going to. I actually have some official stats. I love um, official stats. I had it on my phone. 
I yeah, it's actually from Halton Hills, so it's like the whole stats for all of Halton. I I listened to last night's episode on my lunch break today. A rare thing for me to listen to our show, but I decided to try it. Um, I learned two things. Number one, I got to learn to talk into the microphone more often because I'm all over the fucking place volume wise. Um, because <laughs> I don't speak directly into the mic ever. I'm always off doing something. Um, and number two, I'm a wee little bit judgmental. Not you. A little bit opinionated, you might say. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> Shut up. You didn't know. <laughs> no. Hey, guys, if you uh, like my opinion or dislike my opinion, please let me know via email. GwennaPaltrowsVagina at gmail.com. And, yeah, that's that. Um... What was I going to say just there? Do you like that that's on the business cards? I do. I, I like the fact that it's it's written, too, because that way it's, you know, it's not something that would jump out right away. No. So I just think, I think it's really, I think it's great. Classy. <laughs> very, very classy. Um. So that's, that's, uh, yeah. Uh. And you can check out the brand new website. Sorry, this we're still looking shit up. This is not the way to do a podcast. Um, uh, go to Eric and Gord Live. Eric and Gord dot Live. Sorry, that's our brand new website. I should just start this fucking thing again. Eric and Gord dot Live. The brand new website up and running. It's very very nice. It's better than anything we've ever done. And uh, I'd like it if you check it out. The first four people who send me an email saying that they checked it out, whether you like it or not, just say you checked it out, you'll get an official Eric and Gord pen and postcard. And the postcards are damn nice. I have them in my hand. I'm rubbing them on my testicles. Not the ones I'm going to send you guys. Special ones just for me. I'm I got nothing. I'm not looking. Sorry. I'm not going to see her look for news. That's boring as shit. I'll talk about other stuff. Oh, um, so you asked what house Milton. So yeah, I have the stats for the COVID for age group and cities. Uh, the cities of Halton Hills, which is what Milton is a part of Halton Hills. Yes. Um, so. There are a total of 169 confirmed cases in, in just Halton, Halton Hills. Hills alone. Okay, Halton Hills and Halton Hills consists of the actual town of Halton Hills, Milton, Oakville, and Burlington, and Georgetown. But Georgetown still doesn't have a confirmed case. Okay. Uh, so, what about Mississauga? Isn't Mississauga in there? Or what's no? What am I thinking? No, about? Mississauga is not part of Halton Hills. I don't know. Mississauga is right of. beside Milton, but it's yeah, not. That's, yeah. I, I, it's I right beside it Milton, but it's not. Yeah. Well, screw those no, guys. That's um, still considered GTA. Well, screw those guys. Um, so, now these numbers are actually going to shock you a bit, Eric. I... So, here's the age groups. <clears throat> okay? I'm Between the ages of breath. zero and... I, I bet you are. Between the ages of 0 and 19, there are three confirmed cases. Okay. Between the ages of 20 
to 44, there's 46 cases. It's much higher than I expected to hear. uh, What is the stat? How many 20 to 44-year-olds are there? Like, if if that's 46 cases out of 100, that's quite extreme. If that's 46 cases out of 10,000, it's less. Oh, well, Milton alone has 140,000 people in it. Yeah, so that could be that not bad. So, yeah. So it's like point zero zero one percent. Yeah, I, uh, I, I, I looked uh, it up one day and I realized Milton and Kelowna are almost, uh, population-wise, they're almost identical. So. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, how about that? Um, between the ages of 45 and 64, 83. So that's the highest numbered group between the ages of 45 and 64. There's 83 cases. Uh, 65 to 79, there's 23. And anybody 80 or over is 14 confirmed cases. And 14? 14 for 80 plus. Your numbers don't equal 169. 46 plus 83. That's only 167. Oh, well, how about that? Oh, I'm just telling you what's in front of me. So your actual, there's your actual stats for you. Do the math, people! <laughs> now, as for you municipalities, um, the town of Burlington has got 39 cases. Jesus. Oak, Oakville is the largest with 63 cases. Well, that's just good, because fuck Oakville. Oh, fully agree with you on that one. They're uh, like the Milton, Shelby Bill of thir- Ontario. <laughs> yeah, kind of true. Um, Milton has 39. And Holt Hills has 28. Well, yes. that sucks. And I hope you're all okay. And I'm sure most of you will be. Uh, yeah. So, so that's what we got for this area. And this little neck of the woods here, uh, that's where we're sitting at. Well, that's that's um, actually quite extreme, and I'm sorry to hear that. Um, yeah. I wish you all and the best. And a reported case just came up online earlier today that uh, one of the grocery stores in Milton, one of the cashiers, tested positive for COVID. So, uh, as hard as they're trying, apparently they're just not trying hard enough. Or oh, this person you're was a one cashier, of these idiots that was yeah, cashiers are on the front lines with me. I'm a wartime cashier. <laughs> You're a wartime cashier. I remember that. I'm right with you, Trumpy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Where the fuck did shut up? <laughs> Um, I said uh, I was going to cold call uh, people today if we didn't have anything to talk about. Um, no, I have a bunch. I do right. have, like I said, I got a bunch of stuff to talk about. So let's get to a bunch. I want to hear your bunches. Okay, so let's start. I don't know where to start. At the um, Okay, well, let's start with this because uh, it's non-COVID related and... It just makes me want to vomit. 
Um, there's a, I can't even use the term gentleman. Um, but his name is Nasson Joaquin Garcia. Yep. He is the self-proclaimed apostle of the La Luz del Mundo, uh, which is a Mexican mega church. Cool. Um, he has, he was, he is jail as he's being held in jail for, for court. Um, under criminal charges, for, under charges of child rape and human trafficking, on procedural grounds. Oh, is he a priest? He is a priest. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense then. Well, unfortunately, California appeals court has ordered the dismissal of of all of the criminal case against him. Okay. And why, you might ask. I wasn't. Simply because, well, you're going to find out, I'm going to tell you anyways. The appeals court ruled that because his preliminary hearing was not held in a timely manner and he did not waive his right to one, the complaint filed against him must be dis- dismissed. Yeah, Jamie Bacon just got out on that same count. fucking technicality. Murdered That's six people that. in cold blood and he's totally free because of that same fucking bullshit rule. That's, oh my god! Well, good. I hope um, everyone in is he in the state of California or is he in Mexico? Uh, right now he is in California. Okay, well, Californians, you know what you got to do. There's a guy getting out of prison any minute now, and someone just be waiting outside for him with a bat. Yep. Child rapists, I'm done with child rapists. I'm just done with that topic. They can fucking all die. It's a sick, demented fucking thing. And I I, I fully endorse murder in this case. In, In any case of a child rapist, it should just be murder. It should be the death penalty or murder. And not the sit on death row for 20 years. Fucking get it over with. Yeah. Um, give you a little update on this one here, not update, but a little insight. In February, a Southern California woman filed a federal lawsuit against the church and Garcia. In it, she said that Garcia, 50 years old, and and his father sexually abused her for 18 years, starting when she was 12, manipulating Bible passages to convince her that the mistreatment was actually a gift from God. That is brilliant. What a sick fucking thing to do, but that's what you can do with that book. Yep. You can um, so you can, you can convince people that book says fucking anything you want. It's so gross. I hate it. Mm-hmm. It should be banned. No, I have nothing intelligent to add because you guys all have heard my Bible rant way too often. I have no problem with religion, especially not after the conversation yeah. we had in March. But this goddamn Bible is the stupidest fucking most toxic book, and I don't know why anybody in any religion reads that fucking drivel. Yeah, I fully agree. Um, I caught a video last night of a, or this morning, I should say, of a, um, in, it was, I think it was Ohio. Ohio or Iowa, one of the two. And, um... Uh, there's a mega. There's a church that's oh, that's still opening, still doing full congregations, even though it's yeah. We talked about going this against last night. The, the lady has Jesus' blood. 
The Jesus' blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Genius. <laughs> if you had Jesus' blood, you'd sell it on eBay like everyone else. Liar. <laughs> oh, man. You got no Jesus' so, yeah, blood. So, so for anybody out there in California and surrounding little areas, if you just happen to know how to swing a baseball bat, um, take a look out for Nason Joaquin Garcia. Which is like the name Mexico of every sixth guy coach. in California. So be careful which one you smack. But Yeah. He, um... Like, it's really easy to be yeah, religious he, he, he when every second like guy in your state is named fucking Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It's always nice to know that. You know, child rape cases can so easily be fucking dropped. That's well, that's amazing. one of those things. Like a judge's hands is tied. The law, the law is the law, and ju- judges have to hand down the law whether they like it or not. It's a shitty position to be in because I'm sure judges have to do shit they don't want to do all the fucking time. Yeah, no, it's, it's very true. And it's it's just uh, you know the court system's fucked up. Uh, people like idiots like me tie it up with stupid shit. <laughs> I may have said a thing or two about that the other night, but um, you, you just might have. That's right. They're fucked, <laughs> and I and the the amount of lawyers is down. Like prosecutors is down. Um, the whole system is just not appealing. <laughs> um. Yeah, so um, I don't know what to say. Go everybody, Moving over to Italy. After this uh, social yeah. distancing thing is done, everybody go out and kill a pedophile to celebrate. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. Um, I Yeah, I, I fully support that. I'm fine with that. Good. Um, so, um... Don't be rude. Shut up. <laughs> fuck you, Trump. <laughs> um, so in Italy... Um, experts throughout the region are right now getting very worried because oh, now they're they getting think worried. that the oh, Italian catching up. No, not because <laughs> they're worried because they think that the mafia is going to is the mafia is actually working to seize power of Italy. First of all, it's La Cosa Nostra, Italy. Get it right. La Costa Nostra? Yeah. I don't know what the that mafia means. calls themselves. Anyway, carry on. Okay. And yes, the mafia is always uh, trying to take over, so that makes perfect sense. I, their fears are just. Yes, absolutely. Because the big thing is, like, you know, so the, off, the, the mafia offers a loan to businesses, owners who need the money, um, and basically they're just they're going to start taking over all the businesses They'll have direct or indirect access to all the business owners' relationship with the banks and their books. Um, they just think that this is going to be absolutely horrible for the fucking country after. Oh, it's going to be brutal. You guys are fucked. Yeah, but realistically, yeah, they're screwed. You're you're, you're going to go out of business anyway. You might as well give it to the mob now. Yeah, at least they'll keep you awake until long until you can do a fucking insurance. <laughs> like, like, it doesn't matter. Your your economy's in ruins. It's it, 
it's just recovering from 2008. Now this happens, so you're never going to recover. You're going to be economically... Ah, fuck, let the mafia deal with it. Make it their problem. Don't pay your taxes for a bunch of years and then willingly sign over the business to them. Here you go, guys. It's all yours. <laughs> it's all yours. I'm out. <laughs> Just all these uh, property taxes and bills and shit. And then Don Corleone sitting there going, God damn it. He tricked me again. Why am I dealing with this? Why do I keep taking this business? <laughs> Uh, so according to a report by Interpol, organized crime groups have been trading counterfeit masks, gloves, and pharmaceuticals, and even impersonating healthcare officials offering corona tests. That's amazing. There's been a lot of good corona so, scams lately. There's been a lot. It's just been – my favorite is the door-to-door thing where they're showing up door-to-door saying, can we come into your house and see who's yeah. all sick? It's the, ironic, though. Now there's that... Nobody would fall for that. Now that now that uh, India is on complete lockdown and nobody can go to work, Revenue Canada is not calling me anymore. Weird. Yeah, weird, isn't it? It's so strange. I'm not I, getting I those calls from calls. Revenue Canada telling me to go buy iTunes cards. <laughs> it's the as dumbest as, thing in the world. As if the government of Canada can afford iTunes. Fuck. Um, in Kingston, Massachusetts (laughs) Jesus Christ Uh, the Kingston police responded to a stop and shop uh, uh, shortly before noon on Saturday so it's just happened on the 4th for a report of a disturbance Uh, although the investigation remains ongoing it's alleged that a 65 year old male was coughing and spitting and became confrontational with staff of witnesses. Uh, the incident escalated to a physical confrontation. Uh, but yeah, the guy has been transported to a hospital to be evaluated just to make sure that he doesn't have COVID. But um, again, now you're talking about a whole bunch of food that's going to end up getting having to be thrown out. Yeah, we got to quit wasting the food, everybody. Quit coughing on the food. I, you want to do the fake corona thing? That's fine. I told a lady on the bus this morning, I'm like, I have coronavirus. I don't know when I'm going to use it. <laughs> Did she laugh? <laughs> no, she was very unimpressed. She sat down like yeah. really close to me on the bus and then asked me to move. And I was not having it at 6 o'clock in the morning. She sat down next to me, and then she's like, can you move? You're too close. I'm like, you sat next to me. (laughs) First of all, (laughs) I was just sitting here, and you sat down. You could have sat anywhere on this bus. There's only three people on the goddamn bus. You sat down next to me, and then you asked me to move. That is not happening. You're fine. (laughs) (laughs) Here, have, have some COVID. <laughs> ah, God. She's like, well, how do you? How do I know you don't have it? And I'm like, I do. I got it right here in my bag. I don't know when I'm going to use it. <laughs> she was not impressed. And um, I said, thank you for shopping at Walmart. I have to quit naming them. I'm going to get in <laughs> trouble. I just did a big thing about... Uh, <laughs> About uh, not talking about them on the podcast, so I should probably stop. 
<laughs> you should, on. but you're probably not going to. <laughs> so, guys, don't tell anybody, okay? It's just our little secret. <laughs> you and me and Gord, we're all in this together. That's right. We're all in this together. Just, just got to kind of keep it to ourselves. Um, let me see. Uh, where do I go back? Let's, uh, this caught me off guard. Um, cause I actually heard it right from the horse's mouth. So it was very freaky. The fact that they would actually say this, uh, um, this is a story about a talking horse. I'm going to kick your balls through the screen. It might be, uh, no, um, Dr. Michael Ryan, he is the a leader at the World Health, Health, uh, World Health Organization. He he announced that in response to the spread of this virus, authorities may have to enter people's homes and remove sick family members. Well, he literally actually even even said the word. They said that. That uh, most of the transmission that's actually happening in many countries is now happening in a household at a family level. In some senses, transmission has been taken off the streets and pushed back into family units. Now, we need to go and look in families to find those people who may be sick and remove them and isolate them in a safe and dignified manner. It's kind of true. When you're self-isolating, that means you're self-isolating. That means at home you're six feet from each other. You're not snuggling up and watching Netflix. So get it That's right. right. Families aren't supposed to be out in groups together. What do you, it's not like little groups of families is okay. Groups is not okay. Except for the Eric and Gord group for people who like groups on Facebook. That group is always yeah, okay. They're all good. Yeah, we got to appreciate those guys. <laughs> now, the interview when I caught this, it was actually done on Fox News with Tucker Carlson. And, of course... Tucker literally says afterwards, um, just because, you know, because he says this, he goes, this is his, he goes, last week, Dr. Michael Ryan, leader of the World Health Organization, announced that in response to the spread of this virus, authorities may have to enter people's homes to remove family members, presumably by force. Nowhere does he mention anything by force. He literally says in a safe and dignified manner. Yeah. So Fox News has to put that in there to say presumably by force. And uh, he continues to say, just so you know, we're coming to your house, seizing your children and isolating them in a safe and dignified manner, whatever that means. <laughs> um, um, that means exactly what you just said, Tuck. <laughs> right? Thank you, dumbass. Fucking idiot. Uh, it's this kind of statement that might trigger violence. Well, Yeah. When you put into the text of, you know, they're just they're going to violently remove you from your home, yeah, like, which you, is what your wording is. You you're going to cause the violence. You're, like that's what the news has done yeah. through this whole thing. They create the subtext and then and then make it sound like something, but they're doing it like in real time, right in front of you. They're like that's not at all what he just said. Like I just watched it eleven seconds ago before you started talking. Yeah. I don't know how. And the way is. Well, yeah, people people are still falling for it. I I know people. I'm not going to name names. My mom and her husband, who fucking every word that comes out of that TV are is gospel, and they're like, it's happening. It's under it's on the talking box. <laughs> it's on the talking box. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, you know, but uh, this uh, what's his name? 
Michael Ryan. He's literally like, um, said he goes, it's he goes, it's it's not a big deal. That's how the media is treating it. Um, his quote unquote threat didn't make headlines in any major newspapers in this country, and that's kind of and that's and and that's the Shut kind of up. moment that we're in, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Like it's just you you can't take a statement where he actually says safe and dignified and then turn around and say by force. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so fuck you, Fox News. You're um, yes, that's what I say to Please that guy. Do, but seriously, they're going to do that, especially in America. They won't do that in Canada. In America, they will though. They'll come fuck your shit up. Like, look at, like, they were just yeah. shooting people last year. What do you think they're going to do now when they think they could get sick? They are going right? to shoot the fuck out of your faces. <laughs> um, flipping over to technically New York, um, do you remember the name? Sorry? Do I remember uh, Martin's... the name? Do you remember the name? Just, yeah, Martin Scr- Shikrilli? Yeah, that's the um, the pharmaceutical dude. The young guy. I don't know. There it is. Otherwise known as Pharma Bro. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, like he wants to. He wants out of prison so that he can help research the treatment for coronavirus. Yeah. yeah. Everybody wants out of prison, Mikey. What is up with you? Jesus Christ? That's the point of being there. Everyone wants out. So, no, you're not getting out, idiot. The guy who's in there for extor- or was it like extortion and price gouging and Oh, uh, your honor, <laughs> like, I, and, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> Can I go now? I don't want to be here anymore. Can I Our Wu Tang is releasing another album for three million dollars that I want to buy. Guess what, Michael? <laughs> oh, it's not gonna work though. <laughs> oh, you bastard. It didn't work. But no, yeah, everyone wants out of jail. That That's a stupid story. Yeah. No, you R. Kelly is trying to get out of jail. Anything. He doesn't research anything. He's not a fucking drug researcher. He's just a fucking corporate scumbag. That's right. So, no, you don't get to help with the research. <laughs> help, help from jail. That's all you can do. And then you're going to help uh, with it and overcharge for it and fuck it all up. So fuck you. Listen to this. His defense attorney, Ben Braffman is his name, Zach said Brandon? this is a quote. Brand, no, Ben Braffman. Very well, close. he's Zap Brannigan now. <laughs> I heard it on the news. <laughs> Listen to this. I have always said that if focused and left in the lab, Martin could help cure cancer. Maybe he can help the scientific community better understand this terrible virus. Maybe. Right. Um, <laughs> Martin could help your cancer. Wrong. Could you imagine? Wrong. <laughs> yeah, no. Martin, uh, not happening, buddy. Nice try, though. Yeah. But you're a giant piece of shit. And oh, yeah. And, and if you cure cancer, how much would you sell that for? Like, fuck. Now, here's a, here's a funny thing. This is a quote from him himself. He wrote uh, the – because uh, 
he in a research proposal posted online, um, he he said, "I am one of the few executives experienced in all aspects of drug development." Adding, "I do not expect to profit in any way, shape, or form from well, coronavirus hey, treatments." That. Yeah, right, eh? So yeah, so he's he he's he's sitting in jail for seven years. Including lying to investors uh, about the performance of two hedge funds he ran, withdrawing more money from those funds than he was entitled to get, defrauding investors in a drug company by hiding his ownership of uh, of some of its stock. I mean, that guy is just yeah, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, he's just a dick. Yeah, yeah. He uh, what was the thing? He raised the price from thirteen dollars and fifty cents to seven hundred and fifty dollars per pill. Yeah, that's what he's known for. Yeah, that's the guy who's. He, I don't know. I don't want to make a profit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Talking right. Whatever, pharma you... bro. Yeah, the fact that he's in a minimum security, he should be in the fucking gen pop of the prison America has. Give him fucking ass fucked every day. This stupid prick. Um. Court has allowed Texas to ban most abortions during the virus crisis. Uh, yeah, we talked about this. Sorry, say that again. We talked about the abortion thing. Uh, well, because they're looking to bring it up to courts to say we think that uh, all abortions should be banned until after the coronavirus thing. And so the court has allowed Texas to ban most abortions as long as it doesn't. <laughs> That's funny. Um, <laughs> that's a abortion. So yeah, so Why are they talking about abortion again? I gotta get on that. Why the fuck is that on your mind right now? Go deal with the problem and stop worrying about goddamn abortions. Get it? To, I don't care what side of that argument you're on. Get it out of your fucking head. Go do something important. God damn it! Why is that? Why are you tying up yeah. court cases when you, we've got child pedophile fucking priests getting off because they can't get a speedy trial? And you're going to tie up the courts with yeah. a fucking bullshit uh, goddamn abortion thing. What is the matter with you yeah. people? The U.S. District Judge ruled last week that the, quote, Supreme Court has spoken clearly on a woman's right to terminate a pregnancy and ruled that there can be no outright ban on such a procedure. Of course, Texas immediately appealed. The appeals court, two to one ruling... Only three people it took. Yep. Um, uh, noted the escalating spread of COVID-19 and the state's critical interest in protecting the public health as the reason for it. So, yeah. Um, oh, my God. Who the hell cares? <laughs> Thank you, Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it's just uh, fucking. I'm gonna do a whole episode with where, where I don't talk and I just do these for the entire episode. Where I don't say a word, I respond to everything you said with one of these. <laughs> and I will call a D20 and giggle and laugh every time. Nope. Um. <laughs> um. So considering everything that's going on in the U.S. 
you, you, you gotta love politicians and the fact that they meet they they have to keep the voting going. So instead of shutting down the polling stations for a brief period for that, you know, all this stuff to be done and creating an online thing or doing anything they can to help curve this. No, no, no. They opened up the polling stations, created massive, massive lineups and jammed people into a very small room to do their voting. So they're virtually all shoulder to shoulder. Um, Well done, America. I hope you all fucking die. That's good stuff. Um, well, the, the election has to happen. I'm sorry. Coronavirus be damned. Democracy has to happen or whatever they do down there. Um, uh, you know, I, I gotta, I kind of got to side with the politicians on this. Like you can't just stop your legal, like right to vote. And cause that's obviously then Trump, that's, this is Trump's way of trying to fuck things up. You know, oh, you can't go vote now. We can't have an election this year. Black yeah, community. but everybody go vote. There's ways around it. Like you, you could go and vote, but you you don't have everybody going to, to one location to do the voting. You've got businesses and places closed all over the place. You've got thousands of places you could choose from that could be used as individual small polling stations for each little region. That would each be very hard to monitor. Have its own polling place. That would be incredibly difficult to monitor and and keep honest. We don't need another fucking, like, Bush thing, the Bush-Gore thing, where we gotta wait for two years to count the ballots and do figure out who fucking lied and who was corrupt and blah, 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 blah. Go they vote. all are, and the whole thing is corrupt anyways. If voting you get coronavirus while US, voting, voting, then you've died for your country. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not? Or you who didn't cares? die at all, because it's not that bad. You never know. That's the fun of voting. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's um, not the fun of voting. Uh, tonight, uh, you if you if you if you go out in the in the night skies, of course, it's mainly. Um, we will be able to see it in the early morning in North America, uh, but tonight in the evening. Uh, stargazers, if they look up in the night skies in Europe, you'll be able to see what's called the pink moon, which is not actually pink. Why <laughs> would they call it that then? It is named as a northern Native American reference to an early blooming wildflower and is first seen across North America as spring begins. Well, the pink moon. It's a super it's a super moon. I find that stupid, but super moons are awesome. Yeah, it's a super moon, but it's called the pink one because of the timing of it. It's called the pink one. I mean, technically, there is a slight pinkish sort of hue to it. Yeah, pink but moon has uh, a whole different meaning where I come from. <laughs> Same with most of my friends. <laughs> but that's lovely. I will look for uh, it so in yeah. the morning. That will be in the sky, you say. That will be in the sky, so you have to look up for that one. Yes, Science! As for what degree of up, just look for the bright moon. It'll just be right look there. up. It'll be the big round <laughs> one. So in Canada, um, the curb, uh, which is the um, uh, for people who can't get unemployment insurance and things like that, um, it's officially people can officially start 
applying today. They split it up throughout this week where each day is a different group of months if that you were born in. So if you're born between January and March, it's one day, March, May, whatever. It sort of goes that way. And this is to apply for assistance um, if you can't get EI? That's right. I yeah. See. That's what well, that's what the curve is. That's what this is C E R V. That's what it's for. Um, well, I can't get EI, they, so can I apply? Yes. Um, I can't yeah, get EI because can. I'm working. Is that a problem for them? Actually, no. That's why you can't you can't get EI because you haven't made you haven't worked 700 hours in the last year. I no, that's very true, but. Um, I yeah. can't get EI because that's why you can't. Okay, well, I'm going to apply for it tonight. So you you can technically apply. Just double check the months and of your birthday to when you can apply. Um, today or sorry on. Yeah, this was released today. So yesterday, yeah, yesterday was Monday. They had almost. They say it's almost one million. It was nine hundred and ninety-six thousand claims filed in one day. Yeah, that's probably low. <laughs> like you guys well, are again, in that's... for a fucking shitstorm. And people who are applying don't expect much to happen soon. Trudeau can say everything he wants, but he can't even pay his own fucking people. Have you heard about their goddamn direct deposit yeah. issues they've had over the years? You think he's gonna rush out and pay you guys? Yes. Well, they're um, saying that you should get your first. I think they're saying that you should get your first check within two weeks. That's what they're claiming. You make your claim, you get your first check in two weeks. Now, here's the interesting thing: if you get regular EI, it is what it is. You get your percentage of whatever it is you make. It's all pre-tax. It's all good to go. Right. The money you're getting for Curb, which is five hundred dollars a week done in two payments a month, so you get. $2,000 is not – the taxes are not paid on that, which means when you come around to get your income tax, you got to pay for all that – the taxes on all this money you just received. Oh, yeah. Remember I told you guys a month ago, there's no such thing as free money. Free money. That's right. So and that's the best what thing is doing. about that taxes that's... is that's our taxes that we paid. You're just taxing our taxes. That's right. You're taxing our taxes. Which is insane. Um, so yeah, so um, going through a couple of sites, I was able to find a couple of big basic numbers. Basically, the average household, average person, will be anywhere between twelve hundred to twenty four hundred dollars owed. Yeah, next tax season. Yeah, if you great. if you collect the maximum the maximum amount, so that's that's just awesome. And that's the same. Well with your done, deferred Trudeau. mortgages. You're not deferring your interest. Yeah. Keep that in mind. You get interest on all that shit later. It's all compounded. There's no such thing as free money, especially not from the government. That's right. Um, as for today's numbers, as of 4 p.m. today, which is Tuesday, there is another 537,000 applications in. So you're looking at one point. From one one just over one point five million claims in, in a day and a half. Yeah, and how and many people are working in that office right now? Oh wait, they're down at capacity because everyone's socially distancing. 
Good luck getting that in two weeks. Unless you get direct deposit. I, I don't see it happening. Yeah. You'll get uh, it eventually. Since, since March 15th, the federal government has received more than 4 million claims. Yeah. I should have put mine in in January. Yeah. So that's just in absolutely insane. So yeah, no, it's ridiculous. Um, I, I for those of you who are hurting for money, I hope it works out. I really, really do. This is the bullshit part of this fucking thing. Is like businesses are going out of business, people are going broke. It's ridiculous, and I hope that this actually works out for you guys. I really, really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, students were not a part of this. Students cannot apply for this. Uh that makes sense. Um, well, all these students that had their student jobs that they now can't work at. Yeah, but but students... they're not allowed. To, they're not allowed to claim it. Yeah, no, students don't get. Yeah, that's, that makes sense. So he, so Trudeau has promised that changes will be announced in the coming days to include students and people such as gig workers, contractors, and volunteer fighter, firefighters who work ten hours or fewer per week. Yeah, but uh, see, now what? Ah, God damn it. You're a volunteer mm-hmm. firefighter. You volunteer. You know you're a volunteer. You don't get paid for that shit. That's right. You don't get money for that. So how do you, how, what financial hardship are you losing when you can't do your volunteer fireman job? The job that you don't make any money at. What fight? You, you, you go from zero to zero. The net, there's no loss there. So you don't you're not facing any financial hardship because you lost your job that makes zero. Sorry, volunteer yeah. fireman. But you know this <laughs> shit. Like what the fuck? I don't get it. Like I I, I want everyone to get help who needs it, but if you're not out anything, then don't take from someone else. That's just fucking greedy and stupid. If you already make zero and now you're making zero, you're fucking fine. Let someone else apply. Don't make Trudeau's head spin with stupid shit he can't figure out. He can't figure anything out as it is anyways. Don't make it more difficult for him. Exactly. Like, come on, volunteer fireman. Fuck you. You're so much worse than regular firemen. Nah. Um, so just so you know, yeah, I who, know. Shut up. Uh, so here is who is eligible for CURB, which is a Canadian Emergency Response Benefit. How uh, long? Qualify, did they, how much time must... did they waste not processing applications to sit around and come up with that fucking acronym? Stop with the goddamn abbreviations. Just do your uh, job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. You must be a residing Canada and be at least 15 years old. I meant those two things. You have, you have stopped working because of COVID-19. Uh, no, I got to X that one. Uh, uh, you have earned at least $5,000 in the 12 months prior to the date of the application. Nope. Uh, have been or expect to be without employment or self-employment income for at least 14 consecutive days in the initial four-week period. Nope. That's where you fall. Yeah. No, I don't call In the initial four... 
the initial four week period that would that that one part that part of it you do but yeah the other two no <laughs> no plus i'm already getting so, so. i already yeah. got mine well it's coming um so, so yeah cuz um, i'm superior that sucks whatever the government fuck you screw volunteer firefighters <laughs> Yeah. What what month is your birthday in? June. So you you could technically apply today. I'm going to. Because I just like applying for shit. <laughs> I apply for all kinds Sweet. of stuff. You never know. You just get the one guy who's worried that he's got coronavirus and he's just fucking red stamping shit trying to get out of there. You might get lucky. You never know. You just, that's true. You just don't know. It basically happened with my ID. <laughs> I just <laughs> caught him on a good day and they snuck that in there. So, it could happen. Yeah. So, there's that. Uh, well, that's um, I hope it works out for now, people who deserve it and not for volunteer firemen. Now, I have some good news for you, Eric. I like good so, news. Um... So between the three biggest uh, provinces that have the amount of confirmed cases, which is Quebec, Ontario, and BC, um, (laughs) between the three, BC is the only one that is actually legit flat in the curve. Yeah. They... They haven't had a spike once it started. They had their initial spike, and then it stopped. And they've been on a very, 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 very steady, long, flat thing where Ontario, starting on March 28th, when an upswing has been continuing to go up, and Quebec has just been going up since the fucking beginning of this shit. Uh, that's because just bruising. people in BC still regularly listen to Eric and Gord, and they know what the fuck is going on, and... Ontario listenership is down. Quebec listenership is, I don't know where it's at. I don't really, it's probably down. Because wherever our <laughs> listenership is up, people are doing fine. Yeah. That's how this show works, um, everybody. You listen to this show and then you don't get diseases. <laughs> They're, um... <laughs> it's true. Uh, the BC Chief Medical Health Officer. BC Medical <laughs> Which Health is Dr. Bonnie Henry. The BC Chief Medical Health Officer, Dr. Bonnie Henry, has yep. said it's very hard to know exactly why. Um, uh, where was the, the, the line here? Between ICBC and your fucking carbon tax, we can't afford to pay a goddamn fine. <laughs> Some parts of it are luck. Some parts of it are just being prepared. No, it's all I have luck. a feeling that the bulk of this has to go with – I think it has to go with the fact that BC has beautiful fresh air and a constant breeze, and I think that's the biggest thing. Gee, you think that, that might have something to do keeps everything at bay. Yeah. Everybody here is no, young and healthy like, and good-looking? <laughs> that's – like, what do you expect? We're, we're just – where, like you say, we've got fresh air, we've got beautiful weather, we've got 
I probably, I bet if you compared the three provinces, we have the youngest population. I guarantee we have the least population of uh, elderly people. Uh, so, like, win, win, win. It's a disease that kills old, unhealthy people. Like, we don't have many of those. So, it's not anything like, that. so no. don't let the health minister go patting herself on the back and like, oh, we did such a good job. No, you didn't. You just live in the best province. That's not, you don't. You didn't have anything to do with it. The fucking government's going to take so much credit for this shit. Oh, we're doing so good. No, you're not. You're, crap job, you're as crap at your job as you've ever been. You just happen to be in a province that's geographically and physiologically better than all the rest of them. Yes, Canada. I'm saying we're superior. Damn right we are. Be more superior if we didn't have Trudeau fucking running the thing, but that is what it is. Um. So yeah, so there's that. Um, there is that. Yeah, and there's that. Um, I literally lost a knife while I was sitting here playing with it. What are the chances you could even do that? It. it I David Copperfield myself. <laughs> I bought myself a pocket watch for Christmas, and it was gorgeous. It's my, it was my favorite item I've ever owned in a long time. It's amazing. And the first time I went out with it, I lost it. And li- literally, the funny thing goes is it was with me in my car. Did you check all the but store windows the on the street? Because that's what David Blaine always does to your watch. <laughs> it's so annoying when he does that to me. <laughs> It really, really is. Hanging out with David Blaine before he was famous, and he's just like doing that to his buddies all the time. They're like, "Fuck, Dave, quit it, man! It's not cool anymore." (laughs) That store doesn't open till Thursday, you prick! Fucking. (laughs) (laughs) How am I gonna know what time it is till then? Jesus. Um. That's how I imagine his friends are like. Yeah, I'm I, pretty well, sure you're not far off of that. Oh, I'm sure I'm miles off because I don't think he has any friends. <laughs> he doesn't look like the type of guy that'd be like all that much fun to hang out. His monotone no. fucking voice. He, his face looks like his voice is putting him to sleep. <laughs> Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to show you guys a trick. Here, take this card. (laughs) Take this card. What am I supposed to do that? I don't care. I'm going to do that. Weird. Uh, That sucks. Pocket watches are awesome. I like pocket watches. Yeah. I have I don't, a fascination with them, and I'm. I don't really like wearing a watch, but I do enjoy a nice pocket watch. I've got one somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I love them. I think they're fantastic, but unfortunately, I've got lots of shit. Somewhere. I'm a Scrooge. Uh, where are we at here? We are just coming up to the one hour mark, so it's a good time to almost say good night. Yeah, because um, we we're just and I'm extras here, kids. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I'm really glad we did an episode. Um, I'm assuming probably not tomorrow. Or are oh, we just playing know. it by ear at this oh. point? 
At this point, we're going to play it by ear. If I'm able to be up, I'll be up. Um, mm. It just I depends. Um, I've had two shitty nights of sleep, so I'll have to see. So just before we go, I want to play a little clip of something for you guys. Uh, it's been a while since it's been heard, and I would like for it to be heard again. Because uh, especially now, it's very important. So listen up, everybody. Hey, everybody, listen up for a second. A dull knife is an accident waiting to happen. Whether you're using a chef's knife or a paring knife, a sharp blade is a safe blade. When it comes to getting that perfect edge and increasing the safety and lifespan of all your tools, practice makes perfect. So don't take chances. Take them to the profession. Take them to Gord's Little Shop of Sharpening in Milton. Gord's trainers and encyclopedic knowledge of blades and proper maintenance. Your blades of almost any shape and size are expertly edged at better than competitors' prices and return to you in just a day or two. True craftsmanship, exceptional skill, and attention to detail make Gord the trusted expert for all your sharpening needs. A sharp knife works better, it's safer, and it lasts up to 50% longer. So don't take any chances. Take them to Gord. Gord's little shop is sharpening in Milton. You can find them on Facebook. That's right. And he's giving you 50% off if you go to ericandgordstuff.com and uh, buy your kids some nice Eric and Gord stuff for you. The wife, the neighbor, the mailman, whoever you want. Buy him a nice t-shirt and uh, Gord will give you 50% off your sharpening. So there you go. Gord's Little Shop Sharpening. Everyone in, uh, uh, what is it, Hartman Hill? Halton Hill? Halton Hill. to Gord. Beautiful I've, area of Halton Hills. Halton. I gotta remember that. Halton. Halton. Yes. Halton Hills. Halton. The almighty Halton Hills. <laughs> Which is weird because Halton Hills is a town and it's a community. <laughs> it's very strange. That well, Canada's just like that. We're we're weird. Yeah, that's naming random. stuff. I don't understand how we name stuff. Sometimes, like I get, we name after famous. Like I'm not retarded, but I mean, sometimes things are just weird. There's no denying. Um, that's <laughs> it, kids. I got nothing else. I'm boring myself tonight, so I'm gonna cut her short. Take your knives to Gord. We'll talk to you tomorrow night. Take care of each other. Don't be stupid. Stay inside so we can get this fucking crap over and done with. I swear to God, if I see a group of people outside chatting, I'm going to fucking slaughter the group of them. And stop eating baklava. Oh, yeah. Stop doing that, too. (laughs) You know. The wait is over. Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.